Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Lion on Leave podcast. I'm Laura Marzi, the Chief Marketing Officer for Group Benefits at the Hartford. Today, we're going to talk about the Federal Families First Coronavirus Response Act, and it gave millions of Americans access to paid leave. We know it's temporary, and that law is supposed to sunset at the end of 2020. But there are two new state paid leave programs that will launch soon, and they're right here in New England. So today we thought we'd talk about paid family medical leave, specifically in Connecticut and Massachusetts. And here with us to give an update on the status of those new programs are two experts from the Hartford. First, we've got Grant Vanderbeeken, who's our regional sales director for New England, as well as Megan Pistrito, who is the director of product management here at the Hartford. Welcome, Grant and Megan. So, Grant, I thought we'd start with you and talk about mass PFML since that's fast approaching. Can you tell us the top three most common questions you're hearing from your clients and brokers right now? Yeah, Laura, thank you. Um, and by the way, uh, thank you for considering me to be an, an expert. I consider myself to be <laughs> sitting amongst experts uh, in mass paid family medical leave. But in, in three words, mass PFML can be summed up as what happens next. And there are three areas I, I want to discuss. One is implementation. So for customers that are going with Hartford's private plan, um, we've made the implementation process very easy on the customer. And we're working on getting sold case materials out to, um, out to those customers. Second, uh, 2021 exemptions. Meanwhile, customers do need to file, do need to file a 2021 declaration with the state for their exemption. And that is different than their 2019-2020 declaration. So customers that are going with the Hartford, you will be hearing from us in terms of the 2021 declaration that needs to be signed and submitted. And then lastly, Laura, it's, it, it really is claim process. So whether you're with the state or with the Hartford, how does Mass PFML integrate with current STD, LTD plans? Uh, fortunately at the Hartford, if you're with us for a private plan exemption, uh, we utilize a single handler model, which means that we will adjudicate the short-term disability, the paid family medical leave, and the leave management all under one roof. So for a lot of our customers, there's full integration with their current programs. So Megan, are those questions different for Connecticut? And what are you hearing from your expert sources in the industry? Yeah, so I think the questions are a little bit different, Laura, and that's just because Connecticut's at a different stage than Massachusetts. A lot of the things that we're hearing in Connecticut are really around how employers are supposed to register with the state, what the what that opt-out process will look like, and really what, what are they supposed to be thinking about and doing right now. Um, unlike Massachusetts, where all employers defaulted to the Massachusetts state, in Connecticut, every employer actually has to take action. So the authority who is responsible for administering the program here in Connecticut um, has stood up a portal and every employer in the state of Connecticut has to go to that portal 
portal and register with the state. So you have to register whether you're going with the state program or if you're choosing to go private. So that's a little bit of a difference. And I know the authority's done a great job in terms of education to the employers around that step. Additionally, another big question we are receiving is around that opt-out process and what exactly is required. Um, similar to Massachusetts, there will be a declaration of insurance that has to be signed and filed with the authority. And um, there also is going to be a voting process, and this is very different than most, if any, states. Um, and we're still learning what exactly that's going to look like. What we do know is that um, in Connecticut, an employer must get 50% plus one of all Connecticut employees to agree to a private plan. Um, the authority is right now working on a bunch of material that employers will be able to use with employees for that process. So again, it, we're still learning a lot um, in terms of what, what that's going to look like. Uh, so that's a lot of the questions that we're getting is really around uh, how do I register and what are my options? Got it. And Megan, in your opinion, are both programs on track to begin paying benefits? Um, our understanding is that Mass has to be ready by uh, the 1st of 2021 and then Connecticut by uh, early 22, right? That's correct. And as far as we know, both states remain on track, which um, is, is great given uh, you know, everything that happened with COVID, obviously. Um, you know, not just employers and employees and families were impacted by COVID, but states were impacted as well. Um, so even given all of the, everything that they were up against, um, all states seem to be on track. So if we go back to um, Trends in Massachusetts grant, can you tell us about information on early plan trends that you've seen? And based on the information you folks were just sharing with us, are more employers opting to use the state program a private plan or are they going to self-fund? What do you think? Yeah. So, uh, Laura, if uh, if no trend is a trend, then um, you are in the right place with MassPFML. Um, so every customer's situation is just a little bit different. So some employers have a very small population in Mass. Some have a very large population. Um, and you know some employers have a plan in place today and others do not so um you know what we're doing here at the hartford is that no two customers are the same or identical and our product and service teams have been doing a really great job making sure that our recommendations at the customer level are specific to that customer and anyone that we insure we are making uh, we are double checking that um, they are in the appropriate spot that makes makes sense for them. In terms of funding, many customers know and understand their claim costs and claim incidents under a traditional short-term disability plan, which would be very similar to the medical portion of Mass PFML. One of the unknowns is about family leave. And so how is that claim incidence and claim cost going to be impacted? So as a result, because of the unknown with the family medical, or sorry, the uh, the family program and the claim costs, we have a lot of customers that are going with us for a fully insured program as a way for them to manage and budget their costs, at least for year, year one. Um, the exception are those customers that feel like due to their demographics or their claims experience that, it, you know, feel like a self-funded model might be a financial advantage for them. Okay, got it. So as we mentioned earlier, then the FFCRA gave paid leave access to employees who work for companies under 500 lives. 
Have you seen this give employers more perspective and more experience with the concept and how to administrate PFML? Yeah, Laura, maybe less around the mechanics of how to provide the benefits and adjust schedules. Um, you know, but what we've seen is more empathy for individuals. Um, you know, speaking personally, uh, COVID has given me an appreciation for the people in my life and um, the people that I work with. And, you know, all of us have blurred the lines between work and home and um, had to adjust very quickly to changes in our business. So uh, what I look what I look for in employers is, um, you know, the the empathy that COVID has um has helped us adjust to. And it, it really has underscored the need for empathy in our society towards individuals. And I think that, you know, the PFML plans that are, are you know, going into effect, I do think that that really heightens the sense of empathy that we should be feeling in our society. Totally agree. You know, in fact, we just did some proprietary research at the Hartford and we're seeing so many statistics that I call kind of the rise of the compassionate workplace where everybody's, you know, really trying to understand what it, you know, means to bring your whole self to work. And I think these these leave laws actually really underscore that to your point. Um, Megan, if we can pivot back to Connecticut, we know that Connecticut PFML law has a private plan option but employers can only offer a private plan if a majority of the employees vote in favor. So to break that down, does this put a greater focus on the importance of effective employee education and outreach? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, education's always important, but it's even more so important um, now. These are extremely complex benefits. Um, you know, to, to Grant's point around, uh, you know, the empathy with COVID and, and the value we see now in these paid family medical leave benefits, um, it, it's becoming more and more prevalent in the industry. Uh, but it, it's, it might be new for, for them, but it's not new for us. So uh, we are definitely uh, responsible for making sure that that education is happening, not just at the employer level, but definitely at the employee level. Um, it's always been important, but when you have an employee vote, um, it, it definitely you know, highlights that as well. Um, as I said beforehand, in Connecticut, in terms of the vote, um, employers have to receive 50% plus one of employees to agree to opt out of the state plan in order to move forward. Um, so the Hartford has created both employee and employer education material that is available on our website if you've not been out there, thehartford.com backslash PFML. Um, and we are experts really in this paid family and medical leave space. Um, we've been doing this for years and we make sure that we're available at every step of the process to help our customers um, and our customers being not just the employers but the employees as well. Uh, so with that, there is education, a ton of education out there. Um, and one of the biggest things I think that we want to highlight as well is just the timing around the education. Uh, as we know, in Connecticut, benefits don't start till January of 2022, but deductions start January 1st of 2021. So starting to educate your employees now is extremely important. Um, we've also been working very closely with the authority. As I said earlier, the authority is the um, department here in Connecticut that is responsible for the administration of the PFML program. And what they've done 
done is create what's called a plain language document. Um, this really simplifies and puts in simpler terms what exactly a paid family medical leave program here in Connecticut is going to look like. This document will be available to all employers. Um, and if you are looking to opt out of the state plan, this document must be provided to all employees two weeks prior to the employee vote. So this is... Um, this is also highlighting that the authority is putting a great emphasis on employee education as well um, because they are really in lockstep with carriers and in helping to create material that can be provided to employees to make sure that they truly understand what they're voting on and the benefits of opting out. Perfect. Thank you, Megan. I wanted to ask one more question um, today while I have both of you on the podcast. Maybe we'll start with you, Grant. Um, can you tell us any lessons that you've learned from prior state PFML rollouts? And I'm, you know, personally thinking specifically like Washington and New York. Grant, what do you think? Yeah, expertise. So I think we we at the Hartford have done an excellent job rolling out a very thoughtful approach to mass paid family medical leave. And I think that's built on being an industry leader in statutory. So behind the scenes, we have some of the best people. In fact, one of the best people that I know of is uh, the other, you know, the second guest on this podcast, Megan Bristrito. So, uh, um, you know, people like Megan have been working over 24 months to bring a holistic solution to our clients. So it, a lot of it's based on customer feedback. And, you know, Laura, with the number of clients that are trusting us, I think it's working pretty well. So I'm, I'm very pleased with our expertise. Great. Uh, Megan, what do you think, just to close this out, what are some lessons that you've learned? Well, first, thank you, Grant. Oh, that was very <laughs> nice of you. Um, my biggest, I think, advice and lessons learned is to start early. Um, as I had mentioned beforehand, Connecticut, for instance, the benefits don't begin until January 2022, but deductions start January 1st, 2021, and that is literally months away at this point. Um, and if you are looking to opt out and, and looking at a private plan option, all of that education needs to start now. Um, so don't wait. Don't think that this is something that is coming a year down the pipeline. It, it is really, it, it's it's here and you need to start early. Um, so that is my biggest piece of advice to any employer that has employees in these states where either they're past or, you know, pay attention that, you know, there, there are states that are looking to pass it still. Um, and, and pay attention to the dates. And it's not just the dates of when the benefits start, but really around that opt-out and deduction period. So um, that's, that's my biggest advice is just start early and don't wait. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you, Grant. Thank you, Megan. I'm glad that we had a moment to catch up on these two state programs. Thank you all for listening. If you like what you hear, we've talked a lot about the expertise at the Hartford and where you can get information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast to get some more best practices on managing workforce absence. And then if you do want more information on the Massachusetts and Connecticut paid family medical leave programs, please visit our resource center. And that's very easily accessible at thehartford.com slash PFML. Thank you all for listening today.